Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Literacy Advocate. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and continuing our conversation on 10 things uh, to help you with your mindset during this uh, crazy time of having to teach virtually. I've got Brian Martin with me. Um, he is the host of the Teaching Champions podcast. He is a second grade teacher. Um, he's got 18 years of education in K through second. And uh, we're just gonna continue our conversation. So in our last conversation, we talked about next play, laughing, circle tight, showing up and protecting your peace. Uh, and today we're gonna talk about celebrating, scheduling your joy, gratitude, self-talk and exercise. Brian, welcome back. Oh, Timmy, thank you so much for having me back here. I can't wait to pick up where we left off. Yeah, awesome. It's it's like it's almost like we were just talking a second ago. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Magic is ruined. Um, yeah, um, I realized as we were talking, I was like, there's just so much there. Um, I don't want to make an hour long episode, uh, but I do want to talk about everything because uh, I, I'm just going to extract all the value that I can out of you, Brian. Um, awesome. I said in the last episode, your your Twitter, when your tweets pop up in my Twitter feed, it's a bright spot on my Twitter feed. Um, and uh, this is the kind of stuff that you tweet about. So if anybody is looking to add some more positivity to their Twitter, you need to go follow Brian Martin. Yeah, thank you so much there, Timmy. And it, yeah. it's all about bringing that joy and that positivity. And in a world that can get a little crazy right now, I think uh, yeah. let's, let's take uh, some steps to lift each other up and bring a little yeah. joy to everybody. Absolutely. I think on this list of the, the second half of this list, the thing that jumps out to me, I would say two things jump out to me. I want to talk first about self-talk. How do you approach the, the idea of self-talk? You know what? Uh, this is something that I've made a, a big piece because it's something that I've struggled with my whole life. So what oh, I, I've done is, as an educator and what I've always looked at is my role as an assistant coach on a basketball team, as a teacher, is I had amazing teachers in my life. I had my parents were amazing. My coaches were amazing. But nobody really talked to me when I was growing up about what the words that you say to yourself, how yeah. that affects your whole mentality. So, you know, I spent a lot of time trying to do research, trying to read articles, listen to books, and that self-talk how because there's something and I forget the number is staggering but the amount of negative thoughts that we have throughout oh the yeah okay it, it's so much greater than the amount of positive thoughts and yes so it's I've been been really looking to catch those negative thoughts reframe those thoughts and uh, try and make it positive or recognize when I'm feeling bad when I'm talking to myself putting myself down, making myself weaker is recognizing that, taking a step back, understanding that those are just thoughts. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's reality. It's just a thought. And to catch it, reframe it and go from there. Yeah. Um, speaking of self-talk. So I, I used to think self-talk was super hokey. I was not into it. Um, and uh, it wasn't until, so I, I just finished making a, a picture book, uh, or sorry, I haven't finished with the picture book part of it. I finished writing it. I submitted it to the kids book about people, uh, uh -huh. I, you know, the series, uh, a kid's book about such and such, or it's called yeah. a book about, sorry, a book about such and such topic. 
um, I was like, hey, what do you guys think of this? A book about um, rejection. Uh, I went through a pretty rough uh, divorce and um, there were some, there were a lot, there were a lot of negative thoughts in my head. And uh, the book, th that is when I started to discover the power of self-talk. So I was, you know, in a really dark place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was listening to a podcast where the people on the show were talking about self-talk and they were saying, you know, when we talk to ourselves in our head, we usually talk in the form of I statements. Um, but what can be extremely powerful is if you try to picture yourself, not as you think about yourself as somebody that's not you, but your friend, imagine that mm -hmm. you were your friend um, and look in the mirror and talk to talk to the person that you see in the mirror and use you statements. And I thought, ah, that sounds so hokey. I don't want to do that. Um, and sure enough, uh, I finally tried it. I like looked in the mirror. I was like, I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to talk to myself and I'm going to use you and I'm going to talk to this person. And uh, I did it and it was very powerful. I can't even explain how powerful it was. Um, just, just being honest with the person in the mirror and saying, you know, you're not X, Y, Z thing, all the things that I thought. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, for whatever reason, it made it a little more easy to be honest about who I thought I was if I was saying you, Timmy, dot, dot, dot. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I put that in the book because uh, I, I really think that's powerful for kids. I don't think that the book is about people one. are going to take it. But if, if they don't take it, I'm just going to make it myself. <laughs> hey, you know, I think that uh, that is great. That is fantastic advice. And one thing like uh, when you talk about the self-talk, I've done a lot with sports psychologists. And I think there, there should be classes from K through 12 talking about certain things like that they talk about in sports psychology. How come athletes that get paid millions and millions of dollars receive all this training about self-talk, about mental visualization imagery, but we don't? You know, and it's because it's effective because that's a huge business right there, the sports business, and they do a ton. There's a book called Mind Gym. Like if you wanted to look it up, it's about Mind Gym and it's a lot about what you were talking about right there. Some pieces about, you know, taking a third person almost and speaking yep. to yourself in the third person because you say words to you. All right. We all say words to ourselves. We would never say to a friend. Yep. But we say it to ourselves. So it's stepping back like what and you there's were nothing to. noble about it. We think we're being noble. Like, you know, when we when we when we treat when in our heads, we talk negatively about ourselves. There's something there that there's at least for me anyway, almost like it was a noble. It was the right thing to do it was the noble yeah. thing to do. It makes sure that I'm humble. It makes sure that I'm, you know, in my proper place. And Absolutely. when I really separated myself and went, I'm going to be a third person talking to this person named Timmy, who I have known for 30 years. Uh, and I, I know them intimately. I, I know everything about them. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk to them, honestly. Uh, it was different. <laughs> yep. Changes, changes that script a lot. Yeah. What do you mean when you say schedule your joy? I think scheduling your joy is important because in during this time, what I've found like the hours, it is a lot of work putting in, putting in, uh, getting the classroom ready and everything and whether it's correcting work i use a platform called seesaw out there and so my day gets filled up really fast and you can get lost out 
your whole day can go by like that. So it's important whether you're scheduling something for you and whether it's your yoga, whether you like yoga, yeah. maybe you like yeah. to take walks, maybe you like uh, to play instruments, your outlet. It's just finding, blocking it off, being um, very specific about that time that you're scheduling for you a little bit of time each and every single day, just to yeah. keep your men healthy mentally. Yeah. My co-host Shalanda says you should spend 2% of every day on your joy, yourself, taking care yeah. of yourself. That's 30 minutes. Um, I, I need to take more than that. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, I will, I will purposefully like look for times in the day to go for a walk and just release the stress. <laughs> you need to, because how can you help other people? Like you're in the service industry, you're trying to serve people. If you don't have it inside you, if you're empty, if you're not going to be your best self. You're not going to be able to help people the way that you want to want to, you're going to get burnt out eventually. So you yeah. need to schedule that joy. Like you said, you need, need to fill yourself back up and release that negative energy. Brian, why did you put exercise on this list? I, you know, I, I just think exercise is so huge. Just keeping yourself mentally, physically healthy because when, when you're out there and you're, you're working your body, you, you release that stress, you feel stronger, you feel healthier. I found you it also feel good about like you did something for yourself that you that you just know is good for you. And there's something about that, like the satisfaction of at the end of the day, I'm going, you know what, I hit the gym today. So I feel I feel good. I feel like I, I, I did that thing that I'm supposed to do. Yeah, 100%. Like if you get to the end of the day some days and you're just frustrated and everything and you look back and you say, you know what? I did get to the gym. I did these two, three other things. It wasn't as bad of a day as I thought it was. I did do this for myself. Yep, yep. Um, what's your approach to gratitude? So you put gratitude on the list. I, I have some things that I do. I'm curious what you do. Yeah, you know what? Uh, gratitude is extremely important because it's easy to get caught up on looking at everybody else. And what social media is designed to make us look at everybody else and how great they are. <laughs> it, it is crazy. Like I just jumped on Instagram, like I'm trying to uh, expand the social media realm. And that's been, I've had to step back a little bit just uh you know, because you see all these people and then you start questioning yourself. Am I good enough? And, and it's a mind you're mentally, it really affects you. Yeah. I find, um, if I'm really upset about something and this talk about being proactive, this takes serious proactivity. Um, and I, I don't know what to owe it to other than, uh, I think sometimes I just feel God telling me it's time to be grateful. Um, but, uh, for me, it takes some serious proactivity when I'm upset to just go, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to make a list of all the things that I have and mm -hmm. I can never get to the end of that list, but I'll just start, just start naming the things that I have and, uh, I'll get, you know, 15 items in and just go, man, what do I have to be upset about? Yeah, no, that's great there, Tim. And that's what we got away from your question, but I start every single day. So I wake up. First thing uh, to start my day, I have a, a cup of coffee and, you know, I just uh, thank God for, for letting me be here, for blessing me with another day that I get to come and working with those students does mean a ton to me. So I don't have any children. So 
being there with those kids and it's pretty special. And, you know, so I thank them. I ask God to to let me serve to the best of my ability and just appreciate the joy that those kids bring. Like I said, when you have to laugh at the end of the day, throwing your head back and laughing about some of the crazy stuff that might've happened or that they might've said at the end of the day. And at nighttime, I have a nice cup of tea and uh, sit up in, in my one room and turn off the lights and just take five, 10 minutes. And, you know, thankful, thankful that my mom and dad are still alive, that, uh, you know, I'm, I have a beautiful wife, that yeah, I have a yeah. great job. And during this time, you know, my wife and I would talk and it's so crazy for teachers, but I have friends that were in the service industry as far as like, he was a valet and he was struggling hard at times because when the, when the country shut down, I was still getting a paycheck. I didn't have to worry about some of these things that other people did. And just like my heart would go out, out to them and everything. But it also reminded me how lucky I truly am. Yeah. And uh, taking that night in the beginning, at the end of the day, sometimes, like you said earlier, taking that walk, like if you're stressed out and stuff is bad, just taking away. And if you have like a park near you or you can get away from everybody and just take that walk and it's uh think about the things that you're thankful for and grateful for and take some deep breaths. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. There's this, uh, there's this meditation exercise that I just heard about and I think it's really cool. It's where you start the morning and I've only done it once. And then I did it today, but not in the morning. So mm-hmm. I've only done it really twice, but it is pretty powerful to think about. It's uh, you, you take a few minutes in the morning and you, you really try to visualize if you knew that today was going to be your last day. So if I knew today was going to be my, what, like just the, the what if question of like, what if today is my last day? Mm-hmm. Now, some people will take that, you know, like, oh, well, then they're going to go skydiving or whatever. But for me, I think if I genuinely woke up and realized that today was my last day, I don't think I would go skydiving. I think I would probably start writing because um, there's probably a lot of things that I feel like I haven't said that I want to make sure that I say. Um, mm-hmm. There's probably some relationships that I wish were better that I would try to reconnect. Um, like, so like, what are those things? Well, it's really healthy to write. It's really healthy to pursue reconnecting relationships. I mean, when you, when you meditate on that, it's going to push you to some really healthy activities. And I don't know why I thought of that in the context of gratitude, but uh, for whatever reason, it came to mind. No, I think that, I think that's huge. I think that's huge. And you know, when you were saying that, it made me think you not only about yourself, but I've heard too, like, what if you approached every person that you come across and you're not going to connect with every single person, but what would you say to those people? How would you treat those people if you knew that was the last time that you were ever going to see them? Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe we'd be a little bit more empathetic. Maybe you'd be a little bit more patient. Maybe we pour a little bit more joy into those people. So uh, I think that's a good segue to the last one on the list, which is celebrate. Yeah. You know, it, it's celebrate. And I was talking on my podcast the other day. I did a, a little podcast episode on this. And I think it's so important, especially in these times, to celebrate taking it in a virtual uh, classroom setting. Celebrate the kids. I was talking about, I had this lesson. And there's four kids in my reading group. And the kids log on. And I have 
and they're all awesome kids. But three of the kids, they showed up, they're working hard. They're doing everything that I ask. They're getting after it. And then my one individual, he kind of sets the iPad down. I think the TV's going off in the background. No matter what I did, I couldn't get his attention. And mm. the, the lesson ends. And I was so frustrated, Yeah, you know, frustrated that I couldn't get the individual back frustrated that I felt, you know, I wasn't doing enough. And it, I carried that throughout the rest of the day. It bothered me going to bed. I woke up and I was still frustrated. And when, when you talk about that gratitude practice, I caught those feelings. And I was like, you know what? I focused on that young man, but there was three kids, three other students in that group that showed up. They got after it. They were doing everything that I asked them to do and they just crushed it. And that's, so I said, you know, I got to start celebrating more. And yeah. it was just celebrating those three young men for doing, working so hard, learning, growing, and being amazing. And it's just celebrating where you're putting your focus. And we're, we're geared to focus on the negative, but catching yourself, there's so much to celebrate in a day. And when you bring that to your classroom, when you celebrate those small things, now I'm in second grade. I don't know what, you can't do what I, up there with the high school kids, they probably look at you some of the things that we celebrate, but we, every little thing is a big deal. You know, I want to bring joy. I want to bring love to them, but also trying to build that self-confidence, understand that we don't get from, to conquer big goals. It's a lot of small steps. And you're yeah, going to yeah. be burnt out and you're going to lose that motivation. So you got to celebrate and yeah. just for our own mental health, celebrate. It's so, you know, life is good. Life, life is short. Life is short. So why not celebrate all these beautiful days that we have? I love it, Brian. I am out of time. So I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Listeners, do yourselves a favor and go follow B Martin Real. Uh, that's his hashtag. It's Brian Martin. Uh, his, uh, his handle is B Martin Real. Inject your Twitter feed with some positivity. Also check out his podcast, Teaching Champions. Brian, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, Timmy, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, and for everybody, let me plug Timmy a little bit because he doesn't do it for himself. He came, if you are a primary teacher, all right, he came to my classroom. The kids absolutely loved it. He's so easy to work with. So uh, bring him. All right. The kids will love it. You'll be thankful that you did. And, and I'm free. I don't, uh, I don't have enough classrooms uh, booking me to start charging any money for it. It'll, it'll take probably another hundred before I'm able to another reliable hundred every year before I'm able to do that. And even then guys, like, I don't know when I'll start charging for this because it's so beneficial for me as an author. So you're right, Brian, I don't plug myself here. I am doing it right now. Um, you too, it's probably the friend. old imposter syndrome, but uh, it's my favorite thing to do. Um, I love, I love visiting classrooms and reading my kids' books. And, and you do a great job. And I thank you. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. And I appreciate this friendship. And I can't yeah, wait same. to uh, continue this going forward. Great. Talk to you later. Awesome. Have a good one there, Timmy.